It's time for Glover's Golden Oldies. A look back at some of the Glover's heroes from recent years. Good evening and welcome to Glover's Golden Oldies. And this week we have got Mr. Roy O'Brien with us. Good morning, Roy. How are you doing? Good morning, Adrian. I'm very well, thank you. Jolly good. good. It's particularly nice to get hold of Roy because Roy and I worked for... I don't know, was it two years we did the Community Trust at Yeovil? I can't remember now. Two or three, yeah, two or three years, yeah. Yeah, so we had a few adventures during that period of time, didn't we, mate? Yeah, we had a few uh, trips, didn't we, Old Buffer, remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I do indeed, <laughs> who could forget that, eh? Paul <laughs> Scholes into the night. top corner. God, oh, that was brilliant, Did you cry it? that night? I think you cried, didn't you? Did I? I don't know. Well, we I won, though, didn't did. we? Yeah, won now. Great game. Of course, that was the, that was the time... <laughs> Yeah, now you've mentioned it. That was the time when I nearly curled up with embarrassment when I had to take a photograph of you and James Nesbitt, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. I, I, still have that. I still have that picture, man. Have you? It's good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Every time I see him on cold feet, I think, oh, yeah, <laughs> old travel with Royal Brian. Who could forget it? <laughs> no, it was a good day. That was a good day. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Because we went all around the, um, the, uh, the cliff, wasn't it, we went to? Yeah, we went and looked at the, uh, the yeah, Holyoke Community Setup was was running, and and uh, we looked at some of the players that they were looking to get rid of. Yeah. They were exceptional players, and they said they're not good enough. So yeah, that was uh, that yeah. was interesting to see. And then we, like I say, kind of took a lot from what they did, and we managed to wangle a couple of free seconds <laughs> <laughs> to the game. That's the only reason we went really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I, I, but, I didn't know you. that was a hidden agenda for you. I think that was. Yeah, but, um, definitely. It was good. But certainly, it certainly opened up our eyes a bit because by then, I think you know we we had lots of. I thought we had lots of good ideas in the community trust. It's changed an awful lot, I think, since we left. But um, yeah, I thought some of our de- ideas were quite good. Really, we certainly got the thing off the ground. That's for sure. No, it was it was interesting to see to go and look at other clubs like uh, Charlton, who are, are well renowned for their community work, um, and also we went to Fulham as well, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so yeah, right. there was some good good ideas and good good meetings that they were having and gave us an insight of how to what's expected at the community trust and that, yeah. was, that was really good and to be that fair really it's, it's come on in leaps and bounds now and it's it's a well-run well-organized operation really yeah i mean it's been going quite a number of years now isn't it so yeah. um but yeah no it's good it's good to see and it's good to to get out into the community and and uh like I said, the, the job they're doing at the moment in the trust at Yeovil is, is fantastic. So it's developing all the time. Really. Yeah, absolutely. But you, Mr. Roy O'Brien, were born on the 27th of November 1974, it says here. Yeah, that's correct. According yeah, to Wikipedia, old... anyway. Yeah, that, that, is, that is very true. Yes. And you, you, a, were born, you were born in the land of Roy Keane? I was, yes. Uh, and Dennis Irwin. Yeah. And uh, and a few others now as well that are playing in the in the league. So yeah, um, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it's, it's nice there. I, I kind of miss it as well. Yeah, you never um, never touched base with any of those whilst you were there as a youngster or anything. Uh, no, my actually Dennis Irwin, my brother was in the same uh, class as him at uh, oh. school. Oh, was he? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a brother. Brother, I've got quite a few brothers. Um, he played with uh, in the same team against Roy Key, uh, Roy King's brother. So, uh, um, oh, yeah. who 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 in, I believe went to Cambridge a few few number of years back. Uh, I think he he spent a couple of years at Cambridge, but and come back back to Cork as well. Mm. So yeah, yeah, he's. Um, so we do we do know of the the Keane family and and uh, I have seen Roy Keane uh, hit a few shot windows when he was drunk and nights <laughs> nights out in the summer. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, you, you, we have seen it and yeah, it's just it's not a way of life over there. But it's it's not nothing out of the ordinary to see people fall against shot windows. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get a bit of that in Yeovil as well, I think. But, yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. You get it everywhere, don't you? How big a town is Cork or city? Or, is it a city or a town? It's a city. It's it's quite a it's quite a large place actually. It's, oh God, it must be about three quarters of a million people in in Cork. So um, it's it's a big old place. Big as Bristol, big would you say, or not as big? Uh, it's bigger. I would say it's bigger. Oh really? Say it's big. Yeah, it is. It's a really. Uh, it's a, Busy, busy place. Yeah, uh, lots to do there. Lots of variety of activities to do. Yeah, um, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's you've got to try and go over there sometime. I know a lot of people go to Dublin, but I think Cork is a place that people got to go to yeah. as well. Well, I, I was uh, well, I've been to uh, we went to Kilkenny, which is a little way away from it, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I was badly in need of a, a really full blown Group One um, rally car to go around the, the uh, Ring of Kerry at the time. But oh, yeah, I, nice. All I had yeah. was a Vauxhall Cavalier to go around, which wasn't as good. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it was no, but, there was buses going the wrong way all the time as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's always yeah it's, it's like that yeah but you know it's, it's it's a good it's a good way of life over there good nice relaxed environment yeah. so yeah it's um no we I certainly felt that when we went to Kilkenny I must admit it was uh it was my first time to Ireland and it was it, no, it was very relaxed and like every other every other shop building was a pub going down the main road in yeah, Kilkenny yeah, it's good. It's good. But of course they've got a racetrack there as well haven't they at Kilkenny I think from memory yeah, serves me yeah. well as usual in these shows we've got some choices of music from our guests first one being Eye of the Tiger from Survivor <laughs>
There we go then. The first of Roy's musical choices, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. And believe you me, you'll be surprised at the next one. I'm telling you now, you will. Well, your career, though, I mean, uh, you obviously started playing football, I take it, you know, when you were just sort of six, seven, eight or whatever with the kids around, around the block and that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. There was, like I say, where we, where we lived, um, there was like three three football pitches I would say Gaelic football hurling pitches they were all like literally 100 yards from our door really yeah. um, so that's what we used to do I, as, as as you probably your kids did as well you, in summertime and holiday time you just meet up in the field and yeah. spend your whole time there and instead of being on the computers that's what we did and we played football and we played tennis basketball and golf and stuff like that so it was constantly activities so you were well into your sport then yeah, yeah, very much so. Like I say, I've my my brother just a year older than me, Trevor. He was a sportsman as well, and and uh, he was um, he was an exceptionally good footballer as well. Um, and he's the one I kind of I looked up to, and because um, he was he was exceptionally he, he was um, what can I say? He was he was uh, attracting a lot of interest um, from clubs was over he? here. Yeah. And uh, the Irish team, and he used to go train training camps up to Dublin every every holiday. So yeah, it, 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 I wasn't. I mean, by all means, I, I wanted him to, <coughs> I wanted him to succeed, and and um, but no, it never materialised for him in the end, and, uh. and it did for me. So it was it was uh, fortunate for me that it happened. One of life's little quirks, I suppose you could call that. Then, <laughs> yeah, I think I had a good. What can I say? I had a good mentor in him as well because he was a very switched on, switched on lad as well. So he's um, and he kept me, kept me grounded as well. So and still does. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's good. It's so good so to, tell me, how did you end up at Arsenal then? Well, it was when I was when I was a young lad. I think I was under. Yeah, it was. Um, I was playing for my team, a team called Caseman Celtic, um, in, in Cork, and uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was a striker, and I was scoring quite a number of goals a season, and and then our our captain, centre half, got injured, and um, I was asked because I was tall as well, I was quite tall. Mm. I was asked to play centre half, and I and I did, and and um, and then. I'd done really well there and about four games later I, I was still there because our captain had a bit of an injury a long term one and four games later um, we were playing uh, against a team from Dublin so there was a lot of scouts there this was on the f- on the 13s on the 14s yeah and um, and it just transpired that I'd done really well and then my parents got phone calls from the likes of Arsenal and Leeds and Nottingham Forest and Man United Um that that was literally after four games, uh, so I must have been doing something well. <laughs> I must have been, you must have been, must have been yeah. playing well. Yeah, and 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 I've stayed there ever since. And I was a bit gutted, really, because I, I I did like scoring goals. I must admit, um, which never really happened out at Yeovil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but that's that's another story. But I I like I say the opportunity was there, and 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 I I seized it to be quite honest. So uh, it was good. Now, in the dim and distant past, I can remember you telling me that you had a visit from, was it Brian Kidd Anderson or Alex Ferguson? Yeah. Um, the, firstly, I was in, at a training camp with the, uh, the Irish team uh, in Dublin, and Brian Kidd came over, um, yeah. and he sat with us, uh, like me. Well, he sat with me, and um, and then I was invited over to the, the, the training ground and uh, but I went to Arsenal on the week. It was a two-week Easter holiday, it was. Um, so I went to Arsenal the first week. I couldn't go to Man United uh, the same week. So they said to me, well, did I want to come the following week? So uh, I got permission from our school, and my parents did. And I went over the second week. There was nobody there uh, my age. So I was training with uh, the first team. Oh, I was oh. training with the first team. Uh, so I was changing. I was in the change change room as Lee Sharp and Giggsy and... Uh, like say, who else was there at the time? Um, Strolls, Beckham. No, they were they were like the class of ninety two, weren't they? So they they wouldn't have been there yet. Oh, a bit uh, early, was, yeah. I was, yeah. yeah, I was Gary Palace there. There was Steve Bruce, yeah. um, Mark Hughes, and Brian Robson and stuff like that. And it, it was just, I was sitting there with, uh, having lunch with 
Gary Pallister and, and Steve Bruce. And it was just a really weird situation. And and, uh, like, and I'm training with them as well. And, and did they talk was, to you and take you under their wings? Yeah, yeah, no, no. There, there, was a, there was a lad over there at, at the time um, called Brian Carey. He's a Cork lad as well. And he, it's funny enough, it's a small place, um, small world, I should say, because... Brian Carey's mum used to go to school with my mum. So it was really yeah. weird. So so he took me around Manchester and um, and we ended up, I spent the afternoon with, um, what was his name? God, oh, I forget his name now. Nobby Styles. that's uh, it. Nobby yeah. Styles and his wife. Yeah. I sat at their house and um, it was it was surreal, to be quite honest, because he, he he's got an Irish wife, Nobby yeah. Styles. Um, and he, he was just showing me all his... Um, like he brought down his medals. I was uh-huh. thinking, my God, look at he had a World Cup medal. He's he's uh, you, he's Champions League medal, let you call it now. Yeah, um, yeah. And he just showed me all of these things. And and for for a man of his, his well, he had a nice house, but you, like in this day and age, this would have been like a mansion if he was yeah. living in that. But yeah. but yeah, he's. Um, Incredible person. He t- he really looked after me. Nobby Styles really really looked after me. Um, and um, yeah, Brian Kidd was there. It, it was they just really really looked after me. And, and same with Arsenal as well. They just they, they know how to look after people. It, you know, obviously, they want you to sign for them, but they look after you. They really yeah. do. As I mentioned just now, you'll be surprised at Roy's next choice. It's Mr. John Williams and a song called Cavatina.
there you go, Cavatina by John Williams. Made a pleasant change from the usual choices we get on these programmes, but mind you, we go back to normal again for the next one. So how old were you at this particular point in time then? I would say I was about 13, 14. Right. So, you know, what went wrong then? I mean, how come you, you chose Arsenal when you had all that from Man United? I can't believe it. <laughs> I think, what is uh, wrong with you, boy? <laughs> no, no, well, to be fair, at that time, Arsenal were the, probably the, the top team, really. They just, uh, was it 1989, that was? So yeah. um, they just won the league, didn't they? At Liverpool, yeah. 2-0 up there. Michael Thomas um, scored, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Alan Smith and Michael Thomas. So, yeah, yeah, that was... Um, but it, it was just... That was the first team I went on trial to. Um, mm. And the way they looked after, the way they looked after me... Um, the way they looked after my family, it, it was just. And my parents, at the end of the day, let, let it, allowed it to be down to me. Um, there was no influence um, by them at all. They wanted me to be where I was happier. And at that time, I felt quite comfortable going to London. Um, and again, like I say, they invited my parents over. They, they they did a lot. They sent me football boots, track suits. Um, because they they wanted to look after me so yeah mm. in a way mm. it was like a bribe to be honest but no it wasn't they really really looked after me and, and uh well it I obviously felt, worked I felt comfortable <laughs> yeah I mean it, it, I felt comfortable there and uh, there was a time I was I had um I was really really ill one Christmas and I missed out on going on trial um yeah. but they they rang my parents I did on Boxing Day and they said not to worry and they'd come back again uh, Easter yeah. time so wow. yeah and, and they were yeah, so that was it. Was just a, it was a, a nice feeling I had about it. Um, mm. But going back to the mighty Reds, you, what about the Alec Ferguson? Uh, um, you know, you, you met him as well, yeah. Yeah, I met him. We sat with him. Uh, I sat with him, and uh, I'm trying to think who who his other was. It Archie Knox could have been, or Roy, uh, Steve McLaren was that? No, probably probably was no, Archie we, Knox. I suppose. It yeah. was Archie Knox. Yeah, it was yeah. Archie Knox, and and he. I sat with both of them at the, at, at the in his office at the cliff, yeah. um, and he was just saying to me, uh, "He liked me as a player, and and uh, whatever whatever Arsenal offered me, he'll offer more." <laughs> so, uh, but I'm I'm a 14 year old kid. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there on my own, and and um, yeah. So it, it was basically down to me. Like I say, there was there was, but then what what we did then? Um, that's the next summer. Cork City, Man United always went over and played Cork City in, in pre-season friendlies. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, as you probably know or you don't know, Liverpool and Man United are probably the most followed clubs over there. Yeah, um, yeah. So to have them come to to um, into Cork City's ground and, and play pre-season friendly there it was, was fantastic. So they rang my parents up and said, they, did I want to... I didn't meet with them that time. It's my... my um, my mum and dad did, and my brother. Yeah. Uh, so they they went there, and um, yeah, they they took my parents out for lunch. They took them to watch the game, and um, yeah, and Nobby Stars was there as well. So oh, right, I've yeah. got photographs yeah. of them all there. I, I'm oh. not even in any of the photographs because I wasn't there. Yeah. But yeah, they 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 invited my parents, took them out, just looked after them, yeah. uh, and basically told them that we they want to sign me. Um, so yeah, it, it just materialised like that, and, and and I think they showered my my parents with gifts, and a lot of my uncles are Man United fans, so they went berserk. So. <laughs> but oh, my mum and dad showed the photographs of the, of them sitting have a lunch with Alex Ferguson and Brian Kidd and Archie Knox and yeah. and Nobby Styles. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was just how they how they do. It. I don't I'm not sure how they do it now, but I I don't think they go around the kind of I can't imagine. Well, it, it might. I can't imagine Klopp going around to somebody's house having a having a bit of dinner with him. But it might no. happen. I don't know. But no, I think. I mean, you remember your old teammate uh, Phil Jevons. I mean, he's he. Yeah. He's, he's he's under 16s. I think he's in charge of at um, Everton. But yeah. I'm sure you know they do the recruiting rather than uh, uh, Carlo Ancelotti or whoever might be in the chair yeah. at the time, sort of thing. Exactly. You know, exactly. So, but. So it is. It is different, and I think, it, it, like I say, recruitment now. There, there was a big chat about it the other day on the Man United Liverpool game, and Roy Keane got a bit flustered and yeah. um, mentioned Yeovil, didn't he? Did you hear that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. 
but no, I think I think it is down to recruitment. But I think it's it's, it's how you look after players as well. I think yeah. if you want them, you'll do your best to get them. And, yeah. And, um, but now it's, it's such a demand now. Um, everything's financial, financial wow. demand now, isn't it? Yeah, so it's yeah. offering people houses and stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, I got a pair of boots and people got houses. So. <laughs> you missed out there, old dog. <laughs> I did. I'm about twenty, thirty years too late. Um, yeah. So no, it, it, it's interesting. But life at Arsenal didn't quite proved to be what you wanted obviously you didn't actually get any games did you for them or, or if you did they were minor no. games no no I didn't it was I mean like you say it's it's part and parcel of that of, that, of football um, like I said the position I played I was fortunate to do I had a two year YTS there and, and a three year pro um, and to, to play with the likes of the players like, like say Adams Bowl Wrighty and I mean Dennis Burkamp. Mm. I mean that bloke's on a different planet to be yeah, fair um, yeah. but to, even just experience playing alongside Adams Bowl Linigan Keown just to just to see how they play and, and kind of take a few pointers from them um, but for me I would say Andy Linigan was the, my best my best kind of Role model, uh, yeah. Uh, at the time, you, when you play with him a lot, he, he was just—I mean, he, he very underrated player. Very mm. same as Steve Bow, very underrated. Yeah. Um, but he was just a fantastic mentor to me, um, and he taught me a lot about my style of play as well. So it was—you take those things on board, and the way I look at people say to me, "Oh, you never played a first team game," but. I had an England back four to compete with. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's that's how you look at it. That's yeah. how I look at it. But I could I could have just sat and given up. But no, I just took all those experiences from those um, and from the managers I worked with, and you 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 kind of create yourself, mm. which which I did. So well, as I said, we're back to normal now for Roy's third choice, which is called Man Not Hot. Yo. yo, yo. Big Shaq, the one and only. Man's not hot. Never hot. Boom. Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Quick maths. Everyday man's on the block. Smoke trees. See your girl in the park. That girl was a uckers. When the thing went quack, quack, quack. You man were ducking. My brother, he's got a pumpy, big team. Hold tight, my man, my guy, he's got a frisbee. I chop, chop, chop on the phone, moving out cornflakes, rice krispies. Hold tight, my girl with me. On, 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 on the road, doing ten toes, like my toes. Like my toes. You man thought I froze. I see a pen girl on a pose, chilling. If she ain't on it, I post. Ha! Look at your nose, check your nose, fam. You donut, nose long like garden hose. I tell a man's not hot. Tell a man's not hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. Hop out the four door with a four four. It was one, two, three, and four. Us man. Chilling in the corridor. Yo, your dad is 44. And he's still calling man for a draw. Look at him. Let him know. When I see him, I'm gonna spin his jaw. Finish. Take man's tricks by force. Take it. Send man's shot by force. Send it. Your girl knows I've got the sauce. Flexing. No ketchup. Night. Just sauce. Saucy. Raw sauce. Ah. Uh. Yo. Boom. Ah. The thing goes. Ting, spray that. Links effects. Come on. <laughs> you didn't hear me, did you? Nah. Use roll on. Use that. Or spray. Shh. But either way, A, B, C, D. Alphabet thing. The ting goes. Man's not hot, never hot. Yeah. Skitty cap. 
There we go then. Man not hot by Big Shaq. So anyway, you moved on from Arsenal. Um, brief spell at Wigan. Brief spell at Bournemouth. Before yeah. we before we ended up sort of getting closer to home now, uh, 1997, you went to Dorchester Town and you played 118 games, according to Wikipedia. Probably more, I expect. Yeah, I think I played more than that um, at that stretch. It, w- it was it worked out that the I was offered a contract at Bournemouth um, and unfortunately I got on my debut against Chillingham um, I, I got injured after like a half hour yeah. um, and I don't know if you know remember the time but Bournemouth were then um, kind of did a transfer embargo on them they couldn't sign anyone they went into administration um, so yeah they, they, they couldn't sign any players Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of then carrying an injury uh, which the, in the end the PFA uh, came in and, and paid for for me yeah. to get get the injury sorted which was which was really kind of them yeah. um, and then the person I lived with uh, Nimbus was his nickname um, Ken, Ken Sullivan and Audrey who I live with down there he he knew the manager at Dorchester Stuart Morgan who Stuart Morgan at the time manager at Dorchester but um really good friend of Harry Redknapp's. He was like chief scout at QPR and and uh, Tottenham f- for, for Harry Redknapp as well. So he was the chief scout over there. Um, yeah. So yeah, he, my my landlord said to said to him, I've got a player here that's looking to get back into training, and, and um, which I did. And I ended up staying there three and a half years. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my ideal thing was to get back into playing football, but um, it it's what I, I I aim to do. So I did it. I did a lot of other things. I, I had to go go into work and I had to do some work and yeah, try and earn some money and try and stay here because it was yeah. it was it was touch and go whether I was going to go back home to to Ireland or not. So mm. um, which I was very very close to doing. It says here, but you're going to tell me it's wrong. But it says you scored two goals for Dorchester. Did you score any more than that? Oh, I scored more than that. Yeah, yeah, I scored more than that. Yeah, oh, I, right. was a, I was prolific down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. In training, in training. Now, then you end, anyway, two, the year 2000, you end up at Yeovil Town, right? Yeah. Now, um, this is kind of, must have been around the time when you, no, it wasn't 2002 I went there, but um, that's when you run into me, which was the sort of uh, the start of your downfall, really, I suppose. But um, uh, <laughs> I remember though you played a game. Was it was it the first game of the season? One game when you got badly injured, and the, was it? Or am I imagining things? No, my first game for Yeovil was uh, I got sent off. <laughs> oh, was that so, what it was? Yeah, yeah, I got sent off first game, um, which is my first ever red card. Um, God, yeah, that was. Uh, that that was a strange one because I mean I, I played I think I believe I believe I played midfield um, that day they Webb wanted saw me as a, a, a midfielder yeah um, and whatever Dave Webb said you just go ahead and say it, <laughs> you certainly did yeah <laughs> yeah you did you did yeah. he was a great man great man he was um, yeah so yeah that was it it just turned out that I. Um, yeah, I got sent off, and what was that for? Two yellows or, or a straight? No, it was a straight red. It was a straight red, and I I, I didn't believe I, I I'm not a malicious player, but <laughs> I remember speaking to my wife saying, "Oh, I definitely didn't mean to do it." And, and, and she uh, said, "Yes, you did. Yes, you it did." I <laughs> know <laughs> it wasn't. It was a bad. I said it wasn't a bad tackle, but then as I was speaking to her on the phone, I the Western Gazette came in the door, or, or what was that other one? The Oval Express was. Yeah, it? that's right. Yeah, yeah. Was, there was a photograph of me. It was like. I was like Cantona. Remember that Cantona did that tackle on that bloke in Crystal Palace <laughs> oh, yeah. into the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it looked a bit like that. So, oh yeah, right, yeah. I couldn't really, <laughs> I couldn't really say. Uh, Waist high there, good tackle. one, Roy. Nice one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was quite high. So, yeah. yeah, it was a straight red. So clearly, I deserved it. But um, yeah, so it it, it became a, a tricky spell because obviously the weasel Darren Way got got back into the team that was in the team, and yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a great great team. Great. It's a pity Dave Webb left when he did. But um, then again, Gary Johnson came in, and and if we wind the clock on to two thousand and two, yeah. um, was it that game that the first game of the season of that season when you 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 got badly injured? I can I can remember no, you got no. It was a few games in. It was a few was games it? in. Yeah. yeah, I think it was against Scarborough. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and uh, he won't like me saying this, but Crits Crits. Um, 
pass me a hospital ball and, and uh, <laughs> that's what they call it yeah um, yeah so i'll never forgive him for that yeah but that that i got absolutely munched on that one and and then to be fair you, you i was taking the i was taken down to the hospital um i had a broken leg ruptured ankle ligaments and um it was the f- funny story i remember waiting because john sheffield came down to see me um mm-hmm. And he sneaked in a bottle of whiskey. I'm not sure how he sneaked it in there, but <laughs> but, uh, but I was waiting for my plaster to dry. Yeah, I was told my leg was broken, and the surgeon down there, her name was Miss Topless. <laughs> and was she? Uh, well, no, well, well <laughs> no, she wasn't. But and I mean that sticks out. Like that name sticks out. But yeah. no, she said, "Oh, you're not going anywhere. We need to operate on your ankle straight away." So um, I thought I just had a broken leg. I thought. I might have got away with that one, mm. broken leg, six weeks, something your fibula. Um, I thought six weeks, non-weight bearing, I'll be back in a couple of months. <clears throat> but now it transpired, it was about nine-month layoff. So, um, oh, gosh, yeah. So, yeah, stinking layoff, that was. That was so, really, but, really but that was the year when Yeovil won the, the um, FA Trophy, yeah? Yeah, I came back. I came back. I believe it happened pretty much... I came back and my first game was against um, my first game back that season was in the quarter final against Doncaster away when we won five four. Yeah, remember in the it FA well. Trophy quarter final. Yeah, yeah. Crazy game. That was my first game back. Um, right. Me and me, you know, I remember myself and Lockie were were put into midfield uh, at half time. Um, yeah, so we. we so me and Lockie now say that it was it was us who changed the game, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we were like three down. I think we were three down. Yeah, um, yeah. At half time, and Skivo um, got one back, didn't he? If I remember rightly, yeah, Skivo got. Uh, yeah, it was Plucky. Plucky got one. Skivo got one. Uh, but it was it was a crazy game, crazy yeah. second half. Um, but to. And I remember my brother, my eldest brother, Paul, ringing me after the game. He said, your name's on the trophy. You're going to win it. Mm. And, and and we did. Yeah, so, um, he was right. Definitely. He was right. He was dead right. Um, yeah. But no, it, it, that was a, it was great to play in that game. Fantastic to play in that game. And come back for your first kind of competitive outing that season. Really. Yeah, um, yeah. That was nice. Next up in the musical stakes, we've got the Kings of Leon and Sex on Fire. <laughs>
There we go then, apparently that's Roy's favourite karaoke tune, The Kings of Leon and Sex on Fire. So can you remember much about the final at Villa Park? Yeah, I didn't play. Um, <laughs> no, it, it was it, the atmosphere was, was fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the whole atmosphere of, of the whole thing, the whole build-up the week before before is where I'm going to up to to Aston Villa up to the Belfry. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. It was it was a it was just a great. It gave it gave you an indication of what it's like to be involved in a, in a competitive like uh, final, and that was really nice. Like say, as as a kid, you're you. I was fortunate enough to play in a really good side back home, uh, which we were winning kind of everything. Um, so yeah, to to come over here and that in 1991 and it took that length of time to win something like kind of a major thing um, yeah. and I know there's a lot of players out there that never win anything and who are fantastic players so to, to, to have that kind of yeah, what can I say the, the kind of the, the cherry on top really is to, to, mm. to say do you know what I've actually I've been involved in this and, and, and I've won that and, and I remember walking walking onto the pitch before we got the trophy and I and I, I said to Gary, I said, Gary, this is this is the first trophy once since I've been in England and and uh, yeah, I just remember saying it to him. Mm. Uh, I remember I you met. A, I took some photographs of you because I remember you met a guy, a friend of yours, uh, up there just before the game started. I think Can you remember that. Yeah, it was my, it was my brothers. Oh, my that brothers was your brothers, was over, it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, two yeah. of my brothers came over to. They stayed up in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, that was that was really nice for him to to, to be there as well, and mm. um, it was nice to, for them to come over and watch us win that as well, which was which was um, it was great. It was great. Great to be involved in it. Yeah. So then you eventually left Yeovil, went to Weymouth, and um, from there on to Dorchester, where, what, two years at Weymouth, two years at Dorchester, really, yeah? Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it, that was, that's when I got to the stage then. I was, um, I was more or less thinking about, obviously, changing career then because getting older and injuries taking toll as well. Mm. Um, so I, I started doing a bit of coaching. Uh, I remember I coached at my neighbour's uh, friend's school uh, every every Wednesday on a day off, and I used to do that. Uh, go over there for about I think it was about seven months every Wednesday. Um, so that was that was quite good. Uh, so yeah, I started getting into coaching and um, player yeah, coach start- at Weymouth. Yeah, a player. I was I was co- I was a player down there. Then uh, things happened down there. The, the um, the main man pulled his money out, uh, so yeah, I was offered to go into the coaching side of things there. So I was like player manager down there for a bit, um, and then same with Dorchester as well. Went down there, was playing down Dorchester, and then one day they asked me to to be manager, so mm. uh, which I did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was sort of more or less your your mainline involvement with football. Um, you know, looking back on it, what what's what's the the best day you ever had in it? you think um i think on a personal note for, for with the oval i think when we won the league um yeah. well it's actually yeah that was that was that was special but i think the one that sticks out in me is is the first game in the league for, against rochdale oh yeah. yeah that was that was um i mean that's something that the, the boys who started that game and were involved in that game it's is something that we were involved in the first league game, so that that's special. And mm. I started that day as well, so I was, I mean, I, I was quite proud of of of, of that as well. Mm. So that was a that was a good day and a good win as well. Steaming really hot, hot day, day, wasn't it? Do you oh remember? Oh God, it was roasting, yeah. <laughs> roasting. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was really good. And then, like, say, so you know, then the next a few days later, you're playing against Luton in the cup away, um, which again it's just being involved in those type of games is great and now we come to Roy's final musical choice and that is a track called Be Mine and it's by David Gray Situations running through my head 
do like that's david gray and be mine so that brings us back to today um, what exactly you do with your life now then roy i'm um i'm a support worker um a friend of mine run, owns a company uh and he's like I say there was a, a job there that i quite like being involved with like um helping people really I'm, I'm i'm that kind of you may not think so but i've got quite caring nature um <laughs> yeah, you have I, I saw that when we worked together definitely yeah yeah so I, it, it is like that so i work i'm working with 16 to 18 year olds boys and girls um and uh trying to get them pretty much on the straight and narrow and trying to get them prepared for when they're 18 and they're pretty much out on their own really so yeah. trying to get them into get cvs written up for them and uh, get them make sure they're getting their education on time um yeah making sure they can cook and feed themselves and wash and stuff like that so i never yeah, saw you as a, a chef in making i must admit oh that, yeah so. yeah definitely my my brother's a head chef so yeah oh, I've, got right. a bit, I've got a bit in me <laughs> yeah yeah so is this a sort of residential sort of position or what do you sort of go live with them and, and advise them yeah. along the way yeah, so, yeah, I live with them. Uh, I might do a three-day shift with them, so I'm with them 24-7. Yeah. Um, so they've got curfews at night. And yeah, it's just uh, it's just a kind of a guidance, really, for them and make sure make sure that they're, they're doing everything they can to be ready for when they're 18 and out in the big, bad world themselves. And, and does football play a part of that, football training or anything? Uh, no. No, it doesn't. I've, I've kind of taken a little step back from football at the moment. Uh, mm. Just was only in the last few months, really. Yeah, because um, yeah, I used to work at the academy up there. Up at yeah, Noble. that's right. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I I miss it. Don't get me wrong, but it's um, got to get 
I mean, you got to you got to start thinking about <laughs> yeah. the, the next part of your life now as well. And so, I mean, where um, do you see this leading you to? Uh, not entirely sure yet. Um, just I'm just kind of still feeling finding my feet with the job. Um, I mean, I just kind of hope hope one day I'll be like um, might be able to manage a kind of an area and and see mm. have people work under me and that's that's the kind of area make sure people are getting looked after and, um yeah bit more rewarding than flogging cars then yeah i mean there was always a buzz selling cars and when you when you get the sale it's good uh and you want to keep getting them it's, it's like football you want you get a point you get three points you just want to keep more and more getting more mm, um, yeah it's nothing worse than having a, a crap day and, and uh <laughs> it makes you not want to do it yeah <laughs> so yeah. uh but yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a good job. I, I do like it. It's got variety in it. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And I like that. That's what I liked about the community trust as well. I had variety. Yeah, different, you're meeting with different people, different characters. Um, yeah. I can't it's be good. bad. So where are you based in doing this? I'm based in Weymouth at the moment. Oh, Weymouth, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be down there for like two, three days, and then I'm back home. Yeah. Okay. Well, Roy, look, it's really been great talking to you again and uh, brings back the memories of working down in that portal cabin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had some fun in there. Dear, oh dear. Oh, we certainly did. It was nice <clears throat> and cold in there at times. Yeah, it certainly was, wasn't it? But uh, there yeah. we go. But it's been good to get you know get together with you again, and thanks very much for joining us. And um, right. I'm no doubt I should... But, oh, are you coming to this um, uh, Adam Stansfield game? Yes, I'm down to, to come to the game, yes. You are, so um, you, she'll be about them. Yeah, I'll be about, yeah. Well, I should be, be buzzing around with microphones like Specs, so I'm sure I should see you then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That should be a good good day, and yeah. hopefully we get a lot of people coming. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. It's certainly a good a good cause, that's for sure. So Yeah, it certainly yeah. is. Brilliant. Okay, Roy, well, thanks for joining us, mate. It's time for Glover's Golden Oldies. A look back at some of the Glover's heroes from recent years. 